believe that you can heal yourself? Too often we give our power away to something outside of ourselves and rarely, if ever, trust and tap into our innate healing power and intuition. Everyone has this capability to heal in ways we never thought possible. It's your sovereign right to claim and have true health and lasting wellness. Now, here is the host of the Dr. Dolores Show, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner, medical intuitive, and energy whisperer. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, wherever you are in our wonderful world. Welcome to another episode of Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible with your host, myself, Dr. Dolores Fazzino, nurse practitioner and medical intuitive. And we are continuing with our Miraculous Healing series. And, you know, many of us have gone through what we call PTSD, post-traumatic stress disorder um, in one way, shape or form. And, you know, recently we went, we lived through a pandemic, something that doesn't happen very often in our world. And thank God it doesn't. And, you know, that caused just so much stress and chaos and uncertainty for many, many, many people. And for those of us who were on the front lines taking care of humanity, it really added an extra, I want to say, an extra dose of that, that PTSD. PTSD comes in all different forms, but today's guest, Sean Acrono, has lived the whole experience because she too was a frontline, frontline provider. And let's just share a little bit about Sean. Sean is a nurse turned life alignment coach and business mentor who helps high achieving women and mom entrepreneurs create heart aligned life and businesses. After years of burnout in traditional nursing, she decided to shift her career to transformational coaching so that she could do the work that sets her soul on fire. And we all could use a dose of that. Now she supports other ambitious women to do exactly the same, helping them drop their people-pleasing tendencies and find their authentic voices so they can share their healing gifts with the world. Now, another thing that she adds, she spent most of her nursing career in high-stress environments, and over time, the burnout took a toll on her physically and emotionally. During the pandemic, she worked with a therapist and discovered that she was experiencing secondary PTSD that was triggered by the pandemic. This led her on a journey of finding holistic and alternative modalities to help her heal from these traumatic experiences so she could go from the unhealthiest that she's ever been to, to being completely whole and well. So it's my firm pleasure to uh, to welcome Sean Acrono. Hey, Sean. Hi. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Dolores. You're so very welcome. So tell us about your story because I know that it's not it's unique to you, but it's not unique to those of us who've been in the healthcare profession, especially during the accelerated times of the pandemic, bringing all this to the forefront. 
Yes. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for sharing all that about myself. Like I think my story kind of started off as, you know, me being a really ambitious nurse coming out of nursing school, really wanting to learn as much as possible. So I jumped in to some of the most critical areas you could work in as a nurse, you know, pediatric emergency, oncology, in the inpatient realm. And um, while I did learn so much in those settings, I was exposed to a lot of a lot of death, a lot of heartache. Mm. I, you know, I'm one of those people that connects really strongly with a lot of my patients. And whenever I lose them, it's, it's terrifying, you know, and it's, it's really devastating. So, you know, being a young new nurse in my early twenties, I kind of pushed a lot of that to the side. You know, I kind of thought that it was part of the job, part of what I signed up for of, you know, going to work every day and being surrounded by, you know, patients that are critically ill and dying even. Uh, and I never dealt with that at the very beginning. And it wasn't until the pandemic um, that really just kind of accelerated my awareness of how much I was really burying down. Um, and then I started working with a therapist because it was one of the benefits of the hospital that I worked at. We were offered um, free therapy for an extended period of time during the pandemic. And as I was processing what was going on in the pandemic, a lot of my past you know, traumatic experiences from my first few years in nursing were also starting to come up. And um, it was kind of then that she she diagnosed me with secondary PTSD. And and I was kind of blown away by that. You know, I didn't you think of PTSD and you think of like veterans who Mm -hmm. have survived wars and, and have fought, you know, overseas and things like that. And you don't think about people in the medical profession who also see death every single day. Um, I was, I was, I was kind of shook whenever she told me that that might be what I was experiencing. And as I was processing through everything and finding different ways to deal with it and, you know, like starting with therapy and then going into things like meditation and sound Mm -hmm. baths and, um, and massages and things like that. uh, I really started to, open my eyes a little bit more to a more holistic way of dealing with my own health, but then, you know, healing my patients too. So I kind of left bedside nursing in that way and explored the realm of holistic transformational coaching. I'm a board certified nurse coach now, and um, I'm really, really passionate about helping other people in the healing space, you know, take care of themselves so that they can take care of others and do the work that they're really passionate about too. Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's really true that what you were saying that everybody thinks PTSD is like related to like, you know, because that's where the emphasis has been for such a long period of time. But it's more than that. It's like you could have PTSD from experiencing your childhood. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. and people aren't aware of that. But it's like the deep seated stuff that that, you know, just all of a sudden just sets you off and, and you just are, you know, it's about learning how to be more aware of it as well, because Mm. a lot of times you're just not aware. And, you know, I have this saying is once you're aware, it's hard to go to back to being unaware because it's like, it doesn't work that way. It's it's like, it's there 
all the time. So it's time to to work with that and to, to heal that up if it needs to be. But mm-hmm. yeah, so I mean, that's, you know, in living through the pandemic and stuff like that, I think I agree with you too. It's like, it just accelerated things yeah. on mass because I think, you know, we all know in retrospect that, you know, healthcare has been on a trajectory to kind of self-destruct itself, yes. but the pandemic just accelerated that even further because mm-hmm. it just like, it basically stirred the pot so much that, um, you know, it, it just brought everything up in from unconsciousness into consciousness. So we're really dealing with a lot of things right now that, you know, hopefully once we move through them, it's going to be a whole different scenario. What do you think about that? I mean, yeah, I I totally agree. I think that the pandemic really accelerated and highlighted the holes in the healthcare system and like, exactly. you know, accelerated the whole self-destruct mechanism that's put in place. But I also think it's opened up a lot of opportunity to correct it. You know, like I said, mm-hmm. with with people like me and you and others in the healing space that have gained a really um, clear awareness of their own healing journeys inside of the healthcare field. I think through these avenues, we can also help the people who are currently, you know, like new nurses coming into the profession, um, getting them like, you know, getting them more aware of like what the potential dangers are in experiencing PTSD and things like that at the very beginning. So they have resources to deal with that stuff earlier on. Well, and not only that too, I I think many of us go into the healing arts because we're caring individuals and mm-hmm. also a lot of times it's to un, it's an unconscious motive it's like somehow to heal ourselves yeah too. yeah so because you know that's like the outpouring of wanting to nurture and take care of things and sometimes it's you know the codependency aspect comes up too where we're good at taking care of everybody else but sometimes we need to stop and and focus on ourselves and take care of ourselves because if we don't do that, how are we going to be able to better serve the people that we work with and even our families and, and, you know, everybody else, it's, you know, one of those things. So it really comes back to self, you know, Mm -hmm. it does, it does. It just reminds me of like, whenever you were reading um, my bio there, I really was the unhealthiest I had ever been in my first few years in nursing. You know, I was extremely overweight. I was borderline heading towards diabetes, which runs in my family. I was, Um, you know, mentally and emotionally not at my best at all. And so it wasn't until, um, like I said, the pandemic that had me address a lot of those things. And I started to change my diet, I started to really take care of myself mentally and physically and emotionally. And um, it is really crazy how, how being in the healing arts, like you said, can also not just have us fulfill our purpose and help others, but help heal ourselves too. I, Absolutely. I definitely experienced that. And, and you know, I, I think you're what you share is not I mean, it's your it's your new unique story, but it's like it's almost like it's the blanket of yeah. what we see. And it, it's very interesting. And, and, you know, kudos to you for being aware enough or, you know, sometimes we hit our pain points and, and we have to do something and mm-hmm. to listen to that and and realize that there is more going on. So, you know, that's an amazing thing. So tell us more about what you do, you know, in your career right now and how you help people. Yeah, yeah. So um, after the pandemic, I 
really shifted, you know, myself and I, you know, it led me to the world of nurse coaching. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know nurse coaching was a thing. I had (laughs) no idea what it was. Um, Honestly, whenever I first heard it, I was like, so is this nurses coaching other nurses? Like, uh, I was kind of confused by it at first. But whenever I was looking more into it, you know, nurse coaching is essentially just a holistic way to practice nursing um, and and coach our patients. Essentially, that's what we're doing anyways, but coaching our patients to um, to be the healthiest version of themselves and meet them exactly where they're at versus just trying to give them a bunch of educational handouts that they're not even going to read, you know? Um, so I, I started taking the certification course, um, about a year into the pandemic and started to learn a lot about myself. And, and, you know, once I graduated, I realized that this was like what I was meant to do as a nurse. You know, I've, I've always been drawn to, um, to the coaching modality, maybe just like subconsciously. And through this certification, I was, uh, it, it kind of brought to light my, my strengths. And I love connecting with my patients. I love teaching people. Um, and I also love, you know, lifting them up so they can realize their own full potential. So as after I graduated, I started working with people in the oncology space um, to start, because I was an oncology nurse for a long time. And coaching my coaching, you know, oncology patients to really love their bodies, mostly women that have experienced breast cancer or some type of like gynecological cancer. Uh, So that's kind of how I started off in my coaching business. And then I started expanding my reach to more like healthcare providers and other nurses who are wanting to start their own businesses. Um, And anyone in the healing space too, you know, I've coached massage therapists and and counselors and things like that. So Mm -hmm. um it's really, I've really been focusing a lot of my work lately on helping my clients, you know, break that fear of being seen so that they can get out there and give their gifts to the world and, and, and heal others in the way that they really want to. Uh, Good old imposter syndrome. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I struggled with a lot of that at the very beginning and I've noticed that the more I've worked on it myself, you know, the more successful, I became and then also the more people I've been able to help. Sure. And so it's my passion to just kind of create that ripple effect with with other healers. Yeah. And it is a ripple effect and you know I think what's really important that people need to realize is that it doesn't start outside of you. It yeah. actually starts within you. Mm-hmm. And when you're able to you know start embracing who you are, being who you are, not hiding who you are, it just ripples out. It's like, I give it the analogy. It's like ocean, the biggest ocean is the humanity aspect. And each Mm -hmm. one of us is a drop in that ocean. So each one of us makes a difference. So when you drop your essence into that pool of collective consciousness, it ripples out. Yeah. And the thing you have to remember, whoever you show up as does that, whether it's the positive version or the not so good version of yourself. It all mm-hmm. goes there. So mm-hmm. when we're able to, you know, work on ourselves, be our best that we could ever be, it just ripples out and it affects everybody. And, yeah. you know, what a great gift to be able to give to the people that you surround yourself with, especially in your work environment. Yeah. You know, it's very important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really do think that like showing up as our authentic selves is one of the best ways to create a healing environment in this world. You know, I think 
the being in traditional healthcare, I never felt like I could be that, right? Because it's so regimented, it's so focused on policy and procedure, which is great. Like we need policies and procedures for certain things, but also um, I felt super discouraged to show up as myself and to spend more time with my patients. I remember being um, being scolded for spending 45 minutes in a patient's room and yeah. and spending too much time with a patient, and that just rubbed me the wrong way. You know, how are we going to, how are we going to heal people if we don't actually get to know them, if we don't connect with them? So exactly, exactly. Well, kudos to you. And, and Sean, I'm going to put your information up here. It's going to be on the bottom half of the screen. And um, this is Sean's information and she's got a free gift. So tell us about that because that's over there on the bottom. So tell us about that. Absolutely. Yeah. So I, um, I have a free workbook that I'd love to gift all of you. And it's basically a workbook that takes you on a journey to align with your future self, meaning like if you have a dream for your future, whether you're a healer or anyone who just has a lot of goals that they want to reach. Um, one of my favorite things to do with my clients is have them visualize themselves 10 years from now. Like what would the ideal life look like? How, like, what would your health look like? What would your career look like? What would your family life and your home life look like? Um, and really like creating a vision for that and then kind of planning out like what, what does an ideal day look like in that future, future life of yours? Um, and I find that once people really spend the time to like write some of this down and actually create a visual for themselves, they're more likely to come true. So, um, so yeah, it's just kind of a, it's a workbook that takes you through a little visualization, even like mapping out your ideal day and then writing a letter to your future self, um, to, to help, you know, create a more concrete vision. No, I, I, I firmly believe in that. And, you know, a lot of times people have to realize too, that everything's happening all at once. It's not like the future. So the thing is, is you're actually creating, you're creating this right here, right now in the moment. So, you know, it's, it's very, very powerful. You know, the, the timelines of manifestation uh, have, have, you know, kind of shrunk and kind of flipped. So it's all happening all at the same time. I know it's just like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah. It's kind of of freaky for for some people. And it's sometimes it's a very challenging concept to wrap your mind around as well. But, you know, if you think about it, it's just like the only thing that you have right now is this moment. Yes. And you could create, you you know, you're very, we're all powerful manifestors. We are Mm. creating all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just look at what what's happening in your next moments that you've created that. I know that's hard. That's another concept people don't don't agree because there's such a disconnect. But yeah. Anyway, you know, thank you so much for being part of our show. So, you know, as we kind of wrap up a little bit, so what mm-hmm. would be something that you would want the audience to know, like you know, a short thing that you know that is important. Yeah, yeah. The the thing that's coming up for me right now is to um, is to really be is to listen to your body, really, because that's probably the first thing that that gave me a clue that I had some healing to do was I was, you know, I was manifesting a lot of stress and um, and borderline disease in my body. And I was ignoring it for so long. 
Mm-hmm. And once I started to really listen to it and understand like, this isn't the way life is that this isn't the way life has to be like I can take this information and do something with it that's probably where I would start is if you're if you're experiencing anxiety every time you go into work or um you know you're you're noticing that you're um having a lot of like health issues for some reason uh look into that a little bit deeper, you know, obviously, yes, go see your providers and and mention that to them, but also like, is there internal work that you need to do as well? That's those, those are very wise words Mm -hmm. uh, because it's so true because yeah, I totally agree with you because so many people are disconnected from their physical body. Yes. They're in their head all the time. And Mm -hmm. the ability to drop into your body is where the gold mine is Mm -hmm. for a lot of things. Yeah. Yeah. It's got so much information for us. It does. <laughs> and you know what? We have the capability to heal ourselves. People yeah. don't believe that, but it's the truth. Yes. We've just been disconnected thinking that, you know, you have to be in your head all the time, which is not true. Mm-hmm. So we're, I feel like we're having a renaissance. Yeah. To reconnect. Yes. In more ways than people know. And reconnecting with your physical body is is just one of those important things too. Mm-hmm. Well, Sean, thank you. Thank you so very much for what you're doing and for discovering your life purpose at a very young age. I know you're going to be touching many, many, many people's lives and influencing, you know, possibly how healthcare could be delivered in the future. So I thank mm-hmm. you so very much for that. And once again, if you want to reach out to Sean, her information is on the ticker screen below our pictures. And she has a free gift. And I encourage people who are listening to go check that out. And it is, let's see, HTTP www.alignwellco.com forward slash forward slash future self. So, John, thank you so very much once again. And if you like what you hear on our channel, I invite you to connect with us on our YouTube channel at Dr. Dolores Fazzino. It's also called Healing in Ways You Never Thought Possible. And lastly, for those of the, those of people in the audience who have a Uh, tendency to be in their head all the time and not be in their physical body, I have a free meditation for you. It's called grounding, being in the present moment. And you could get that at https drdoloresfazino.com forward slash free dash video. So once again, thank you for listening to our current episode. And Sean, Thank you very much for being here. And we're going to sign off right now. Thanks for having me, Dolores. You're welcome. My pleasure. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Dolores Show. Dr. Dolores returns Wednesdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Central, 1 p.m. Mountain, 12 p.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then... Remember to be kind to yourself and create your best life. You are worth it.